Welcome to the podcast that showcases the rural town careers and opportunities you need to know about. Welcome to What's Your 9 to 5. Hey everybody, welcome back to the What's Your 9 to 5 podcast. I'm Georgia. And I'm Karis. And today we're interviewing Nick and Emily who work here at Launchpad. So to jump right in, what are your guys' roles at Launchpad? You want to start off, Emily? Sure. Hi, everyone. Emily, back here again. (laughs) Happy to... Okay, season three. I can't believe we're here at season three after a launch, and I can't believe we're still in lockdown. (laughs) Uh, So, so Emily, uh, executive director here at Launchpad. Uh, I'm Nicholas. I'm the youth's favorite. Also, the youth engagement coordinator, so I deal with all the youth that come in through the building. So... Are there any new programs coming up in the new year, and can you talk a little bit about them? Yeah, so uh, we are just about to come out of lockdown number four, so that means that our winter schedule program, winter 2022, that was supposed to start in January, has been postponed, but we're relaunching, we're super excited, we're just shoving everything a month back, so Mm -hmm. February 7th is when we kick off our new 2022 winter after school programs and uh, yeah i'm so excited (laughs) to announce that we have automotive at launchpad now and that is going to be presented by yours truly nicholas yeah so i'm leading the automotive program here um something i always love to do and i just want to provide kids the basic necessities to learn how to operate on vehicles. I think everyone's so excited getting the first car, especially a lot of the viewers here, you know, might be getting a first car coming up. So if you take the automotive program launchpad, you learn all the basics of how car works. And then actual, we do, we'll do simple testing of changing oil, changing tires, you know, understanding your vehicle better so that, you know, you don't have all that much money. So you could take care of your vehicle cost efficiently and make sure that it's lasting on the road longer. So it's exciting. It's really exciting. Yeah, and I'm really excited about this opportunity because this is something that youth have been asking for for a long time. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with programming at Launchpad, you know, it takes a whole bunch of moving pieces to be able to set something up. So that's people with a skill set willing to teach that to youth, which we found in Nicholas. It's um, funders being willing to uh, contribute and donate dollars and equipment to set a program up like that. And then also another lucky, awesome thing that kind of made the magic world spin around is that the town of Hanover donated a surplus truck to us. So we actually have a real truck that the youth will be able to pop the hood, look around, really be able to put their hands on this automotive opportunity. And so really thankful that Nicholas is here with the team (laughs) and passing on that skill set and He's running two after-school programs, and they're, I think you might only have one spot. So if you're yeah. listening, run to the website now and register because yeah. uh, it l- was one of the first programs that filled up right behind welding, which is still consistently super popular. I know. It's exciting. It's really, it's really cool to know that a lot of kids like the program, and that's why I'm making sure I'm tailoring the content to being more hands-on so that the kids can learn rather than, you know, having the basic old learning through theory and you know the whiteboard and all that stuff so we're going to try to make the class content as much hands-on as possible so kids actually get something out of it and it's super cool like the automotive industry is changing yeah um which i'm excited to learn more about as we go through the year and um you know be a part of and and there's so much opportunity out right now too and you know having 
being able to come to Launchpad, take a program, any program, whether it's welding, culinary, automotive, woodworking, and then kind of figuring out what you like, what you don't like, even understanding the names of the equipment and the safety principles, you can then take that and go to a potential summer job placement and say, hey, I already kind of know what the name of this equipment is. I've taken this program at Launchpad and and have a legitimate conversation about a potential employer. Yeah. Yeah. How old do you have to be to register? Um, 12 to 18. Yeah, 12 to 18. That's for all programming at Launchpad for Mm -hmm. after school. So pretty pumped. Um, And then another cool thing we're starting this uh, term is a special 15 to 18-year-old night. So we've got Thursday nights designated for youth only, 15 to 18, to kind of try to create a space for that age cohort. And uh, we're having special programming on that night for 15 to 18-year-olds. So we've got welding. So again, if you wanted to learn to weld, if you missed that opportunity in school, um, or just with your classroom timetable, or you're you know you're looking to to expand your skill set, we've got welding and only four students. So it's really one-on-one opportunity. Um, we've got financial literacy as well. So if you're preparing to go off to university, um, we've got a specialist uh, coming in from a local bank that will teach that program. And so they can share um, all of like the good financial literacy principles before you go off to school. And then a super cool one, if you're ever interested in making money in the stock markets, we have somebody coming in and uh, kind of teaching the tips and the tricks of how to win at the stock market. So take the stock market class first and then take financial literacy right after. So you can save yeah. your winnings in the stock market. Don't spend them. Yeah, so. make sure you learn the proper ways of it and just don't say NFTs all the time. Yeah. <laughs> make sure you know what you're talking about here. I still don't understand NFTs, but I think they're a fad. They'll move on. <laughs> if we get into this conversation, this interview will be four hours. So, um, so something I was actually like wondering about is what is drop-in? I've heard so much about it, but I'm not actually sure what it is. Like, is there a spe- specific program involved? Oh, that's a great question. So Chris and I lead drop-in, and drop-in is... The best way to explain it is drop-in is just a pay- place for kids to feel safe, first and foremost. We always want to welcome every youth that's part of the community. Um, doesn't matter where you come from or what your background is, you always have a space welcome here to just have a place where you can feel safe because we don't know where you come from. But afterwards, we offer, depending on the day, different stuff that allows kids to have an introductory of what the programs can be like. Um, uh, during our last program season before the lockdown happened, we on Tuesdays we ran cooking class, which gave a very basic form of it, but same principles that you can expand on if you then wanted to take the class after. And it was actually fantastic because we had three youth from our drop-in that actually signed up for the culinary class this um, this term, which showed showed a lot of how the drop-in was actually to make kids feel excited and welcome to do stuff. But we just always want to make sure that the kids are first heard. And then after that, we always address our drop-in. But we're from 3.30 to 8, we always provide a place to either do board games, outdoor activities, depending on weather conditions permit, or other uh, activities such as culinary, indoor sports, whatever, video games. We just try to accommodate based off the day and just make sure kids feel they have that variety. And then just to add to that, you know, we have computers here, we've got PowerPoint, we've got, um, you know, Word. And so if you need help with your homework or something, um, I love long division, but any other type of math, I don't really understand. (laughs) But uh, we can help you as much as you can, as we can. Um, But then also, yeah, if you need a computer, a laptop, 
help to make your presentation for school or, or write a Word document or print something, uh, you can come here and we can help you out too. So yeah. yeah, it's just a space for you to just be and hang out and chill and yeah, and express then, yourself. Yeah, and explore. And, and then if you find something you like, then there's a structured after school programming to kind of advance your your skill and yeah, hope we can help you find a job or connect yeah. you with people too. Connecting yeah. with people if you need. Yeah, resume writing. We can connect with YMCA, or if you need, uh, if you got a business idea, connect with the uh, with the Owen Sound Small Business Center. So that's really great. That's definitely something I would love. So it's good to hear what it is because I didn't know what it was either. Um, do you need to sign up or access a website to apply to Launchpad or to be a part of upcoming events or a drop in? Well, I'm really excited to announce we have a new website. So actually, yes, go check it out, run. Um, we did update our website, so it's super cool. You can register for programming online um, which, and pay for online, which is something before you just had to bring cash or check inside. So now that that is ease of access, yeah. um, check it out. There's sneak peek of our new logo. Launchpad is gonna be announcing our new logo in a couple weeks. So if you want a sneak peek, check it out there. So yeah, mylaunchpad.ca is our website. Um, but for drop-in, no, you don't have to. Uh, you just come by whenever you need us. We're here. Um, and then we'll just give you a little card that you can sign up just after you come, uh, just so that you know we have your emergency contact. And if you're allergic, to, if you want to come back again, if you if you like this space, and then that way, if you you know eat a peanut butter sandwich, we know you're allergic to peanut butter, yeah. and we can call your emergency contact if need be. That's that's all. And for anyone who finds the websites maybe a little bit boring, it's totally understandable if you're 12 to 18. We are active on all social media too, and we stay very active. Um, so Launchpad, YATC on Instagram and Facebook, Twitter, and even LinkedIn if you are a early business entrepreneur. So we're active on all forms formats. Um, so what would you say are the main focuses of Launchpad regarding, regarding um, youth engagement? That's a good, that's a great question. Um, for me, as being the youth engagement coordinator, I guess it's the first thing I always like to explore is just kids are very safeguarded about themselves. And I guess sometimes you feel, even at a young age, you're kind of typecasted into what you should do. And you start asking yourself these career questions where you may not have a whole lot of guidance. So in terms of youth engagement, we try to just make sure that we provide a lot of different variety and opportunities that is fun but ultimately has skills that you can then explore later. And there's no forcefulness. Like if you don't like a board game, it's totally understandable. We're gonna make sure that we can tailor to you. And But we always advocate that we encourage you to try all these new things. Because sometimes when you're at home, you do the same old YouTube or whatever your lifestyle flow is. So we do like to encourage you, not force, but encourage that if it is board game night, it's a great board game. Let's try it out. And there's a lot of strategy and skill into this. And then tomorrow cooking, you know, like chicken, it's totally understandable, but you can still help cook and learn what it's like being in a kitchen, being along colleagues. You know, you may be with your friend from school, but really that's a colleague in the future. So it's just always providing the opportunity to explore and do more things. I think that's the number one goal with being youth engagement. And then if we look at like Launchpad as a whole, you know, our values, um, it was, we've put pen to paper and, and really tried to think about what we do at Launchpad. And so our values are innovation, empowerment, and inclusivity. And so when I think of bringing new programming to Launchpad, um, 
you know, pitching crazy ideas to staff and board of directors, I think like to myself, okay, Emily, like, am I innovating? Am I creating an opportunity for you to be empowered and to empower themselves? And then are we being as inclusive as we possibly can so that all youth feel welcome and, you know, that this is a place that they can come for resources and empowerment and, and, uh, and, you know, I want to bring super cool things to the community and whether that's through our virtual reality headsets that we're really excited to have at Launchpad and, and incorporate into almost every day. Um, whether that's, uh, you know, creating innovative solutions through the power of ice cream. Um, <laughs> we're really excited to, uh, to kind of like reflect on those values all the time to make sure that we're trying to do the best we can. Oh. So about a year ago, I came here for a field trip, and I was wondering, will there be more school field trips? How do they work? How does a typical day go? Yeah, so um, if, if there's anybody out there listening and wants to come to Launchpad for a field trip, definitely ask your teachers to listen to this <laughs> episode. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Launchpad, uh, since I came, has I've been trying to, you know, how can we utilize this space all day? Um, you know, we're really about youth coming to see us after school, but we want you to go to school and then come hang out with us after school. And so what can we do during the day to be more welcome to uh, more opportunities and to more youth? And so that's when we came up with the field trip idea. So we are your class's field trip destination site. So you can come for as many days as you want to. One two, three, four, five, six, seven. Um, and uh, then you come to Launchpad and your class will be divided up into different groups. And then you'll rotate and you'll ex- try all these different things. Welding, culinary, uh, technology, sewing. We're trying to see if we can start up for this year wood shop and virtual the integrate the virtual reality headsets and, uh, and art. And so we're really excited that we've already, COVID's already canceled one field trip uh, this year, but uh, they'll come back again. They've already rescheduled for later. So yeah, we're really excited to be welcoming. Uh, typically, our we're grade seven, eight, nine students that come and, and come for their field trip destination to Launchpad. So again, yeah, try all these different activi- activities in such a short amount of time. And then the hope is that if you find something that you love, you'll come back and expand on that opportunity. Well, I'm embarrassed to say that before I even came to Launchpad, I didn't know what welding was. So (laughs) it was definitely an experience. Um, Are there programs that give extra help to like people who need it or have disabilities? And is there like special training involved? Um, Yeah, you know, we try to be as inclusive as possible. We're definitely welcome to youth who have and have had in the past uh, personal support workers come and just be their aid. Um, throughout the program you know we're really all about taking it it slow if needed um, just to make sure that everyone feels caught up and up to date and we just encourage that we do have a conversation with the guardians or, or with even the with most importantly the youth before they come just so that we know how we can be the best support and um, and I'm excited to Hopefully 2022 bucket list item is, is to kind of research more into that and delve deeper into how we can be more um, friendly to mm-hmm. to different people with different abilities and still get them into the wood shop, still get them into the welding shop, still get them into the kitchen. So that's um, something that I'm hoping to research more into this year and, and 
be a, a, yeah, a more diverse and welcoming place. And just to add to that, um, when you're in the classroom, given the sample sizes of our classroom, we're ten generally smaller classes. So the staff here is amazing. And we always try to do our best, you know, give 100% effort to cater, even if it's not a major ability that disability that you have, that um, if it's a different learning style, that will cater our curriculum just to help out even, even in the slightest. We're not, um, we're not here to just force education onto you. We really do want you to feel part of it and feel like you're actually gaining something out of it. So it's, um, it doesn't matter if you feel like it's something small or minute. We always, you know, as long as you address it, we're always gonna do our best as faculty and staff to cater the best to you and the best of our ability. If somebody wanted to apply to volunteer or work at Launchpad, how would they go about doing that? And is there a specific age you need to be? Volunteering? Uh, no, I don't think there needs to be a specific age. But if you want to work at Launchpad, um, over and above just a summer student uh, assistant, we are for sure would need you to be like 19 and up just because we do go 12 to 18 and we have a two adult rule. So that, um, that supervision piece uh, for a full-time job, but I guess we, maybe to give a little intro to the listeners that Neptune Scoops will be coming back again this summer. So soon we'll be hiring uh, and we would like to keep that 15, 15 and up. So 15 to 18 um, for, for our Neptune Scoops social enterprise. So, and um, opportunity, res- uh, how? Drop your resume off on our mailbox uh, when we're open, or you can email launchpad at yatc.ca, or I think we also have an email um, box on the website, so you can just uh, email us through the contact form submission if you forget, launchpad at yatc.ca. So if you could create any program in the future that, you know, really interests you, what program would you create? Oh, I, I think because we're always so innovative, it's a two-way, this is a two-way question. And I feel we always welcome different skills, but also there's always room to improve the quality of the existing classes that we have. I, as teaching an auto class, obviously with anything, you can only live within the limits that you're given. But if I had an unlimited budget, I could tailor a class to be outside of this world. So it's it's really subjective on the quality of the instructors alongside the willingness for people to learn. Um, you know, with welding, we've had such great, uh, great demand for it. So we're always going to try to make sure that the welding is getting better and better. But it doesn't mean we're not welcome to new classes. But for me, yeah, I would love to uh, be able to increase the budget for automotive. That would be a dream of mine. I'd really like to have the kids to not just work on small stuff, but everything. And then with that, give in also more instructors. So that'd be my dream program. So Launchpad is all about um, listening to youth and what the programs they want. So I'll turn this back on you, Karis. What program do you want to see at Launchpad? Oh, gosh. Um, I'm not actually sure. Like, I always wanted just a program that I could just go sit down and, like, read in quiet or have somebody there that could help me one-on-one. So, and that's probably, and I know that's, like, something that you guys already do. So I don't really think there's a program that I'd like to create because I think that you guys already have it. Thank you. Uh, Georgia? Similar to what she said, just like homework help and stuff like that. Like that's what I would have, well, still would love, but would have loved also when I was struggling in school. I would have loved just a place to go to sit down and do homework and have help if I need it. 
And I think we provide that already. Yeah. Like uh, even peers, we have different varying peers. So even peers help among each other sometimes. And just going back to the whole, we had recently a, a, a couple youth that were really interested in having D and D run here, and their high level of expression actually then. Emily approved to have a D and D night. So, you know, if there's uh, a bunch of kids that feel the need that they need a space, you're more than welcome to always come into the building, pitch to Emily, and just raise your concerns. And maybe there is something that could come out of it. But obviously, that's going to come out of the youth's willingness to come here. So, yeah. So to wrap up the interview, we're going to be playing a quick little game of 21 questions, but the catch is we only have 11 questions for you. (laughs) (laughs) So um, we're going to learn a little bit about you and a little bit about Launchpad. Okay. I guess, Emily, would you like to answer first and then I answer second just so we keep a flow? Cool. Um, So the first question is, if you could describe Launchpad in three words, what would they be? That's tough. I usually take an awesome hour explaining all the cool <laughs> things that happen here. Um, well, okay, I'll stick to my values then. Innovative, empowerment, and inclusive. Inclusivity. Okay. I'll say fresh, flexible, and exciting. If your experience at Launchpad was a movie, what would it be called? I only watch romantic rom-com movies, <laughs> so it's probably not bad. Um, okay, what if we said Footloose? Because in the beginning, that movie, you're not allowed to dance. So then they run over and do secret dance parties, and then they change the world. So at Launchpad, you come to Launchpad, you do secret stuff all the time, you figure out what you like, and then you go change the world. It's a good answer. Sorry, I don't, is it a current movie? How would you describe it, or what would we call the movie? Either one, either or. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna left ball field, I'm gonna create a new movie, and I'm gonna call, um, uh, today was a good day, because ultimately I feel like that's how it is here. Um, the third question is, if you had to rename Launchpad, what would you name it? <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to answer this for Nicholas, because I'll say, um, our, with coming with a new logo, hey, man, I'm spilling all the secrets. I'm going to get in so much trouble. Um, so with our new logo, we also have a new name. So old name, Launchpad Youth Activity and Technology Center. New name coming up. <laughs> Launchpad Youth Skills and Technology Center. So, Skills and Technology Center will be Launchpad's new name later in February when it's officially announced. Don't tell anybody until then. <laughs> As a teenager, what would have been your favorite thing about Launchpad? Uh, cooking, culinary, I think. Um, it wasn't until later in life that I increased my culinary skills. So if I would have had this place earlier, it would have been super sweet. Um, uh, I, I would I would say family, just because I didn't really have family here. So then when you come here, it always feels like a little second family. So that's what I'd like about it the most as a kid. Um, if you could switch lives with anyone at Launchpad, who would it be and why? 
Do you want me to go first? Ah, <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go first, and this is just all jokes and banter, but I'd switch with Joshua Widener because I originally applied for his job, um, and then I didn't get it, so I'd love to take that job. <laughs> <laughs> you should have dropped he was an automotive teacher in the first interview. I would have hired him then. <laughs> I don't know. I can tell I'm blushing over here. <laughs> um, why would I? Um, I would want to be Perry, our woodshop instructor, mm. because Perry is so smart at woodworking. That makes so many cool things. He, uh, with his crew, made marshmallow rocket launchers in his woodshop class, and I was like, "Damn, I wish I knew how to make a marshmallow woodshop launcher." <laughs> If you were to bury a time capsule of Launchpad, what would you put in it? Um, okay, th was the time capsule in 2015, today, or future? Or I guess we would open it up. Um, okay, well, I would say if it was today to be opened up in 10 years, I would put in, okay, I'm imagining that there would be, it could be unlimited in size. Okay. Um, I would put in a wheelchair accessible picnic table because uh, <laughs> that launches our social procurement program at Launchpad. Um, so we're able to make products and one we're really proud of is a wheelchair accessible picnic table. Um, I would put in automotive tools because I'm really proud that we're launching that right now. And, and I would put in a program schedule because it's like two pages long now and when launchpad first started it was just um you know it just shows the growth you know of of where we were and where we come from and then it'll be super exciting to see where we are when we open up the capsule in another five or ten years yeah, yeah. uh following with that i would put a ping pong table in there um i would throw the old sign that's in the parking lot just to have it in the time capsule to see where our brand is 10 years in the future and then hmm, that's I'm, I'm gonna get a little personal I'll just throw my business card in there because I want to <laughs> see if my job title is still the same in 10 years or not it's <laughs> a good one because Emily changes everyone's job titles all the time with your new crazy idea. <laughs> Um, what's your most memorable moment from being here at Launchpad? Um, uh, closing up Neptune Scoops this last summer on the last night. Um, you know, it was kind of the last night, the last shift was, you know, I was so excited for it to be over because it was <laughs> such an exhausting experience. Um, but to see, look over and see the girls like tearing up, you know, um, because it was the last night and they'd worked so hard and it became so much a part of their lives and the learning that they got from it um, just reminded, you know, me of why I'm in this job and why how I felt the same way and, and to know that they loved the ice cream truck as much as, as I did, as we did. And then to s reflect on that whole experience of our first social enterprise, of the community rallying behind it. And 
and again, just knowing that for the rest of their lives, they'll remember what they learned and how, and hopefully carry that forward. And so that was a, it was it was a crazy well of emotions because I was like, thank God it's over. <laughs> but then also like, I don't want it to be over. Yeah. Yeah, I I guess my brain races when I think about this because there's a lot of memories and it all has different meanings. I th- but I'm gonna stick with my original and it's actually the first day I came in officially. Um, Emily called a quick staff meeting to buy ice cream for everyone. And that was her way of introducing me to everyone. We were outside and we got a little chance to talk. And at first I thought it was like such a nice gesture, but then the more I worked here, I realized that's just the culture of what it's like here. Um, You thought it was a gift, but then it just turns out that's kind of just an act of practice by Emily. (laughs) And she just always wants to make sure the staff feels welcome and treated. And it just, every time I reflect back to that, it's just like, wow, yeah, that was really cool because all my previous employments, it was just work, work, work. And the first day I came here, we got ice cream and talked, and everyone opened up, and it it was really nice. Um, If both of you could learn a new skill, what would it be? Automotive. No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You swap lives, Freaky Friday. Uh, And I, like, being at Launchpad, I want to be a welder. I want to be... I want to be able to change my own oil in my car now. Like, you know, I want to I want to be able to confidently run a table saw so I can build my own house. I want to <laughs> I want to, you know, wish I could code a computer program. Um like just everything. Um I wish that but most importantly I wish I could write the perfect grant application to never be rejected so I could get us <laughs> as much money as possible. <laughs> Um, my, my skill right now would definitely be alongside work, woodshop, but more like home design, just because I have no plans of moving out of my parents' house for a long time. So I've been treating my room like a mini apartment. So, you know, being able to see the woodshop here and I'm like, oh, I'd love to be able to just build a table for my room or shelving or something. And I've been able to get, be able to talk to people about that, but that'd be my skill. I'd like to be able to just be able to look in a house and be like, yeah, I could build anything in this house if I wanted to. Most staff at Launchpad still live with their parents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you add that to your resume, you still live with your parents. Tired of pile. Where you don't feel judged. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it though because I can't cook as good as my mom, so I'll I'll, I'll, I'll gladly flex that. Um, if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? It's like ice cream flavors. You don't have one. You have to pick your top five. Um, But. There was a song that came out. And now I like say it's my favorite song, but I can't even remember it. (laughs) I Imagine Dragons like four years ago. But every time it still comes on, it's like on the radio when I'm driving. I just like turn it up, go crazy. I enjoy music too much. This is really hard. But I'm going to go with a band called Gypsy Kings. They are a flamenco band. Uh, If you don't know what flamenco is, please look it up. Um, But they have a song called Bumbaleo. And fun story, my mom used to put the old 8-track headphones on her stomach when she was pregnant with me. And she'd play that one album repeatedly. And I never knew why I loved it, but when I first heard it, I just fell in love with it. And then it was years later when she told me that she did that. And it was just really cool how that actually was a thing. And I, if as science proves me wrong, I don't care. I still believe that playing music when you're pregnant is a thing because I love that album with my heart. Yeah. 
That's such a hard question. I can't believe we asked you that. I wouldn't be able to answer that. Um, what's one thing you own that you should really throw out? <laughs> uh, the entire DVD collection at Twilight. <laughs> That's crazy. I had the same answer. With, <laughs> With an extra special effects DVD. <laughs> throw out. Oh. oh, you know what? It's funny. Okay, I have, um, back in elementary school, they used to give out these monthly awards for, like, student of the month and all that. And I still v- very much value that, even though it really didn't matter. And I don't care what my elementary school teachers, they just wrote any kid. But I got a couple of those, and I still have them to this day. So I, if anything, I should probably just throw that out. But <laughs> um, What's your favorite thing to do at Launchpad? Uh, pitch crazy ideas to my staff and watch their <laughs> facial reactions. That's crazy because that's my least knowledge. <laughs> uh, don't, uh, Emily, close your ears, but it's uh, definitely playing Yu-Gi-Oh with my coworkers. Uh, that's, uh, that's, we don't do it on the clock, obviously. <laughs> Lies. <laughs> they call. It, they say we're practicing, practicing strategy. But if there's any youth that want to come play Yu-Gi-Oh, the launchpad, please come by so we can actually play with the youth and it's work. But that's my favorite thing. I get to play Yu-Gi-Oh with my coworkers, and they all share the same passion I do. What is this game? <laughs> what is Yu-Gi-Oh? Yes, I have no idea what this is. It's a it's a trading card game, and. I could explain the details, but it's a it's a cool traded card game that you use to face competitively face against other people with different strategies. If you want to win, Josh Widener is the one to beat in the <laughs> office. So please do come in with your Yu-Gi-Oh decks. Um, that's all the questions we have for you today. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. I know I had a lot of fun um, hearing more about Launchpad, and we'll see you guys next time on What's Your Ninety Five. Thank you for having me. Thank you.